Welcome to TBT, a movie podcast where we relive our childhoods through movies. I'm Olivia. And I'm Miranda. And today we are going to be talking to you all about a movie that's like, you know, kind of TBT. Um, and that's Friends with Benefits. Also, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, I well, today the we are recording on... February 13th, so today is Galentine's Day. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, right? Leslie, no. Yeah. Inventing holidays. Um, I had the funniest thing happen at work. I sit across from this guy, he has a girlfriend, and I watched him realize that tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh, no. But, like, <laughs> also probably so hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was really, it was really I great. keep getting, every time I get on Amazon, it's like, you can get a, a find your bu- Valentine's Day bouquet. From yeah, Whole Foods. yeah, they're like, oh, Whole Foods. You can get a bouquet of roses or a dozen roses for nineteen ninety nine. I'm like, oh, get out of here. Like, also, <laughs> I don't need like. Give yourself like, some roses. But like, I also roses are my least favorite. I hate roses. Okay. Well. Um, but I like how when you were like, oh, today we're gonna talk all about a movie called Friends with Benefits. You didn't just say today we're talking about Friends with Benefits. <laughs> Oh, I think I said, like, oh, a movie that's, like, kind of You were about to roll into it. Yeah, I thought you were, like, about to just roll into the Friends with Benefits, but I'm like, she won't do that. She she wouldn't. Yeah, I like to, you know, give the people a little suspense, even though we're literally, like, it's in the title. (laughs) Like, you literally click on Friends with Benefits 2011. (laughs) Yeah, 2011. So we're breaking all the rules this week. Oh, my God. We're so bad. We are. And, like, this explicitly is not a children's movie. But it is, I don't know, it feels like a bit of a throwback. The the justification that I gave Olivia for what we're doing these next weeks. Because, like, I need one. Like, really? Like, I'm the person who's like, let's do something. Thing that came out this year or last year if or like anything, three years I'm, ago. I'm the one who needs one. Yeah, and for sure. Be, those episodes do better than our episodes that are more GPT things. But um, the the justification that I gave Olivia was the stars of these movies are very TBT. So like the we're doing Friends with Benefits this week and we're doing No Strings Attached next week and then we're gonna do a little mini soap comparing them. So um, like obviously starring Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Friends with Benefits. Uh, Mila Kunis is like throwbacky because she was like, you know, all over that 70s show, which is a throwback now and also was a throwback when it was on because it was supposed to be like 70s, you know? And same with Ashton Kutcher and No Strings Attached. Same thing, that 70s show. And then um, Justin Timberlake is obviously a TBT, like model behavior in sync. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, fully. no, I, I think I, I still think like, yeah, anything, anything that they're in I you just like they're more like our generation still even though they're really not they're like I mean they're older I mean they're they're very millennial but like I'm on the cusp yeah well and I think like they are too probably (laughs) like I think they're on the upper cusp for sure I don't think so like generations are longer than people think they are um but yeah and then obviously Natalie Portman I was like Star Wars, that's a TBT, and, and Olivia was like, she was in Star Wars. I, and I was had like, no idea that was a thing. I was like, I've I... never seen a Star Wars movie, but I know she was in one. Me or neither. Two. I have no idea. Um, I, I have no idea. I, movies, TV show, sure, whatever. I'm sure yeah. she was. I, I believe you. <clears throat> Trust. The biggest difference that like made this not a TV show, obviously, running time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an it was hour and forty nine really minutes long, long ones lately too. They've all been like I think la- what um. Uh, we can. We're uh, more than welcome to do like an Olsen twins, like hour and no, fifteen minutes. 
uh, no. Jaunt through, you <laughs> know, but also, Salt Lake like, City. I, the last, like, three, I, the la- uh, I know the last one, I think, was uh, how, to, um, how to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and it was, like, one Again, hour and 15 minutes. But it was, like, one after hour this, and 15 I feel like minutes. We, so, like, after... each, each week we go down a minute. So we're doing better wow. and better. That's actually wow. Okay, that's um, what our should, new criteria. Yeah, exactly. We're we've changed completely our criteria. We yeah. don't care about dates. We don't care about anything. It's just sliding down scale of how long the movie yeah. is. Olivia's gonna think this joke is more niche than it actually is, but you know, this it's either a, this running time of an hour and forty nine minutes is either a movie or it's a Shane Dawson video. I have no idea what that means. Great. Some people will. People okay. will get it. That's good. Um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> okay. Um, you want you want to talk about the director, sure. Olivia, because Will Gluck. you like him apparently. Um. Yeah, he's say a his name again because I was talking over you. Um. Will Gluck is the director <laughs> of this movie. He's very attractive. Um. I don't remember him off the top of the noggin, but I remember looking at his picture. He was very attractive. I think I looked this up and I was not. You never are. You know, actually, this one isn't as bad as the last time yeah, you said as, that. Um, yeah, 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 This one's better. But he kind of looks than like... Alan Shankman or whoever it was. I don't know. These pictures, he looks different in all of these pictures. Anyway, he kind of looks like older, like aged up Kevin Keller from Riverdale. Okay. That's yeah. that's good. That's not a bad thing. Because Kevin Keller's <laughs> but he also looks... supposed to be 17, so... That's true. <laughs> like, but I'm he also cool looks like for a 17-year-old anymore. Looks nothing like Kevin Keller's actual dad. <laughs> so. Well, okay, that's also not Kevin Keller's actual dad. Oh no, no, no! I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah. What so, if I was like, what? <laughs> You're telling me Riverdale's right? not a documentary? Oh my God. <laughs> uh, or that they're like dad. It's not like a dad and father son duo. It's not like a Corbin team. Blue and oh, a jump in situation where it's like his actual dad playing oh his dad. I love how that's, Get out of <laughs> hold here. Hold on, hold on. I love how that's the reference that I go for. Yeah, about, I like, like what Hannah Montana. <laughs> oh yeah, true. <laughs> also not a father son duo, but like. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm crying. I also didn't know that was a thing in Jump In, so that's a great piece of trivia. Keep that in I remember when they would do those, like, movie things and they, like, interstitial in in the commercials. Oh, yeah. And talk about, like, the Because, like, Disney doesn't have real commercials. They have, like, commercials for Disney channels. So they're, like. They also have real commercials. Well, I mean, like, they did, you know, like, that was, like, a part of it. It was, like, the commercials aren't really commercials. Which is weird because okay, never mind. That's Full viewing inside. experience. What I was about to say was too inside baseball. What are what what's Will Gluck known for? Okay, so Will Gluck uh, is known for Easy A from 2010. Uh, he directed. He also directed Friends with Benefits in 2011, Peter Rabbit in 2018, and Annie from 2014. And it's, Peter Rabbit really it's, stands out there. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then like Annie from 2014 is the Jamie Foxx Annie. So it's like yeah, a very mixed bag um, that he he works with here. And like Peter Rabbit's an animated movie. So like really all over the board. But yeah, um, he consistently writes, directs, and produces both films and TV programs. His production company, Olive Bridge Entertainment, has production deals with both Sony Pictures and Disney ABC. So he is very successful, which is, in, I mean, yeah. I... It's interesting that he's a very much all-around guy. Like, he writes, directs, produces, and then he also flips between TV and movies, which is interesting. He's just a 
very talented guy. Okay, you really sound like you're very into him. You know, also, Will, if you're single, I'm here. Me too. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Oh Interesting. My god. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I genuinely can't wait to have an excuse to watch EZA. Like, I know that we're really breaking our rules, and I guess we could, but I would like to wait until 2020. If we're still doing this in 2020, who knows? Like, maybe I will have just left you in the dust for my love island podcast by then but um it's possible how's that going you know um no co-host yet so maybe it'll just be me by myself talking into a microphone i literally oh cannot think of anything sadder than like having a I, podcast yeah, i really i don't know if I and then could, I, like, the I'll... only thing i can think of that's sadder is having a podcast by yourself yeah i just really <laughs> don't think it would be okay for you to do like an hour monologue on on love island by yourself but, like, and record it you know every I could. week no i know you could <laughs> but like i i don't think that's healthy for you and i don't think you need no. like you don't need if, to use that platform for that. Like, that's no. not appropriate. I just, like, I need you as a friend to, like, if anything, if I ever do do that, I need you to, like, commit me to the hospital that you yeah, work no, at. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, I just, that's not an appropriate, like, use of this medium. So, like, no, I have we're going to say no. I have uses of my time. Yeah, also, like, it, it, yeah, no, absolutely not. I would not let you do that. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. Thank you. So so much. Have that nice, like, uh, intense moment. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's move on. Um, That's enough of that. I don't. I don't need no more of that. Starring known for starting off is Mila Kunis, who plays Jamie. Her known fours are Black Swan from 2010, Bad Moms from 2016, Jupiter Ascending from 2015, and Forgetting Sarah Marshall from 2008. Um, her family actually immigrated to the United States, um, LA specifically, in 1991 from Ukraine when she was seven years old. Her dad is a mechanical engineer, wow, fancy, and her mom is a physics teacher. <laughs> Okay. And her only brother, Michael, is a biochemist. And she's an actress. <laughs> and she's an actress. But very successful, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, she definitely, like, puts them to shame. But, like, it's, I, as I was reading that, I'm like, wow, very, like, science-oriented family. And she's an actress. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so she auditioned for that 70s show when she was 14. Um, the actors were required to be at least 18 to audition, and Mila, wow, Mila, are you kidding me? Yeah, Mila. <laughs> Shady. Wow. Um, I think I was just, I think I just have Miley Cyrus on the brain. It's just the year Always. of Miley. It's her so year. Yeah, no, completely. Mila. I'm so glad, like, somebody recognized. I hope I said that on a recorded, me- like, you I did. Ho- okay, you good. did. Glad. I texted Olivia. One of the things that Olivia has said, and it really stuck with me, like, I really remembered it, was she said, like, 2018 was the year of Ariana Grande, and 2019 is going to be the year of Miley Cyrus. No, and, that, like, December, January was, like, a transition period where they were and both, so like, very far. hot and, like, supporting each other like they were very much like in each other's spaces too and now like ariana's backing out and miley's pulling it i think it was in a mini sode but like we haven't done one of those in a while so maybe no not. it's truly like honestly i think one of the more prolific things i've ever said which is very yeah. sad but also true yeah i would say let us know if you miss the mini sodes but i think i've said that before and literally no one said anything so <laughs> anyway yeah you know you do what you um do. if we have something big to talk about like how oh, we'll you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, she told the casting directors that she would be eighteen 
but she didn't specify when she'd be 18, so, like, technically it wasn't a lie. Um, and they eventually found out, obviously. Like, who are they gonna... But, like, her? also, how stupid are they that they were, like, oh, she got it. Like, no, that's... Like, the, the whole time... have, like, a backup? I put this stupid... I put this stupid, like, anecdote in there, and I'm just, like, the whole time I'm typing it, I'm, like, this is so dumb, because, like, they're, like, oh, it's such a cute story. It's, like, no, it's, like, kind of probably... It's not illegal, but, you know, it's, like, you had this rule, and you're, like, oh, but she's so great, and it's, like, she lied, and, and it's, like, you guys are dumb a if a 14-year-old... things that you have to do to have, like, a 14-year-old... Yeah, versus set. an 18-year-old, yeah. And well, that's a long time. And it's, like, and, and also, like, it just makes you look stupid. Like, you couldn't tell that she was 14 instead of 18, and, like, you just bought it? Like, I like oh, she Honestly, got it. Honestly, I don't put it behind Hollywood. <sighs> I just don't... Whatever. Anyway. Uh, everyone is 18 years old in Hollywood, like, just so you know. Um, and they eventually found out, but casting directors liked her so much that they cast her as Jackie Burkhart. I've literally never watched that 70s show. I've, like, seen it. It's been on the television, but I've never, like, sat down and watched an episode, so I don't know. Um, and then she and Laura Prepon, who played Donna... In that 70s um, show. Yeah, I, I just don't know if I'm saying that last name correctly. I think so. I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay, they were often filmed sitting down for their scenes on that 70s show because Laura at 5'10", which, same girl, um, was, is six, not was, she's still with us, um, <laughs> she's six inches taller than Mila at 5'4". Did you hear me, like, stutter before I said her name again? Because I thought Oh, I yeah, no, I'm, for sure, wrong. for sure. Like, reading is hard, just like math, so reading I get it. So, so difficult. Um, and then in standing scenes, Mila always wore platform shoes to give her four additional inches. Also, like, the 70s. You know, they wore platforms. Yeah, then, it, like, right? worked out, but still. Because um, Laura is obviously pretty tall. But, like, also Mila's... Well, and I think the was kind of makes sense because maybe she grew um, between 14 and you know, today. I need, I need you to know that, like, my mom just sent me a picture. Like, me and my brother in our group chat just sent us a picture of, like, sourdough toast with, like, cheese on it. I'm just like, why, why did you send that? Yeah, a sourdough okay, cool. toast. Great. I mean, yum, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't... Um, yeah. Cool. Also starring in uh, in this movie is Justin Timberlake, who plays Dylan. His known force are trolls from 2016, which like just wow. makes me it like just makes me smile. Like I love that. That's going to be on his known force forever, forever. forever. And like I. I love that. Like, how much money do you think he made from that? I think he made a ton of money, but I think it's also like that. It's like kind of like I know. I'm pretty sure. I know for a fact that um, James Corden made a ton of money on Peter Rabbit, but it's, like, embarrassing that that's, like, what, you know, it's, like, you it's with that movie that, like, is embarrassing, but you did it and you made a ton of money. for millions of dollars. Yeah, like how Lisa Rinna did, um, Lisa Rinna, Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, did a Depends commercial, but made over a million dollars for it. So she's like, I don't give a fuck. Wow. Our Depends for a million dollars. Didn't Kris Jenner do that, too? I don't think so. It's probably... Because she, like, went on the Kardashians and, like, talked about her bladder control issues. Oh and she was God. like, I've had five children. Leave me alone. I mean, maybe. But I'm sure... Like, Lisa Rinna did this, like, in the 90s or something. It was a while ago. But um, maybe not 90s, early 2000s. But, like, it, you know, so it's kind of... I think, like, Trolls is kind of, like... And I'm sure it was a great movie, but I feel like that's kind of like that I'm for not. Justin I don't know. 
But like for I'm not sure. Willing to say I think Trolls was a great movie. But I, I don't see. know. I didn't see it. But like I, that's his movie, and I think that it's great that it just kind of sits in his uh, known force. Um, because yeah, Trolls has a seventy-five like percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, whatever. Uh, but I mean, I've heard he's not like the nicest of all people. So like, it's kind of a nice thing that that, that yeah. sits there. You for know, him. we all know about the Janet Jackson of it all. Um, yeah. yeah, use your male privilege to male white privilege, honestly, to like defend someone. But well, not even that. I just know, think he's an. I think he, I've heard that he's an asshole. Like not even just that big asshole moment, but like I think he's just kind of a dick in general so um but also on his known force are the social network from 2010 goat i love that movie that's probably my favorite movie really of all like, yeah that's your favorite movie yeah interesting okay um in time <laughs> from 2011 and also in- my favorite movie i'm totally kidding but oh, i've I was seen just saying, it like, I, is it i have no idea um it sounds like a that's a the movie where movie. time is literally money oh like, like they pay for a bus fare in like seven minutes of their life. Oh yeah, okay. And you then like everyone has movie. to die when they run out of money. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. So and then also inside Llewellyn Davis from 2013. I think it's just Llewellyn Davis, and Lewin? I think we've oh. we've gone oh, through yeah. this before. The other times that we've talked Lewin. about Justin Timberlake. Okay. Inside Llewellyn Davis. Lewin. Um. From 2013. So he was 12 years old when he was cast on the all new Mickey Mouse Club. Uh. Okay, I thought it was Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on the all new <laughs> Mickey, Mouse Mickey Mouse Club. Clubhouse. We've yeah, talked about just it. Just <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club, not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. No, oh, you no, thought, no, no, no. You thought it was House of Mouse. You're thinking I'm House thinking of Mouse. I'm thinking of House of Mouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Mickey Mouse Clubhouse <laughs> is a weird, like, <laughs> very. Yeah, never mind. Anyway, um, we've had this discussion. But yeah, so. He was cast when he was 12 years old alongside future bandmate J.C. Chazé. I don't know how to say it. Chazé. Chazé. Future girlfriend. I don't know. (laughs) Future girlfriend Britney Spears. Future tour mate Christina Aguilera. And future actors Ryan Gosling and Carrie Russell. I think the construction of the sentence is hilarious. Did you copy and paste it or did no, you no, do this? No, I did this myself. Okay. I think this is so funny because it's like people that he actually interacted with and then it's just future actors. The, yeah, there was no tie. There was really no tie. Like, I There's don't think no he tie. and... There must I mean, be something with Ryan Gosling. I feel like though. for sure, like, he might be like acquaintances with Ryan Gosling, but Carrie Russell, I, I would, that would have been just completely I could made see up. Ryan Gosling and Justin Timberlake having both been, like, people's sexiest man alive or something like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But probably not if you didn't come up with it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I didn't, like, do a deep dive into that one Great. Sentence. I'm so glad that you didn't. Um, also in this movie is Patricia Clarkson, who plays Lorna, who's Jamie's mom. Um, and her known fours are The Green Mile from 1999, The Station Agent from 2003, ECA from 2010, and Far From Heaven from 2002. Um, at 59 years old, she has planned... Wow, found plenty of success as both a TV and film actress, as well as live theater. Um, which I say because Olivia spelled it 
R-E instead of E-R. So it's theater. Okay. Um, She has never married and has no children. Love that. Telling The Guardian in 2016, I've never wanted to marry and I've never wanted children. I was born without that gene. And, like, that's reason enough to not have them. No, I, like, love that for her. I love that she's, like, 60 years old. She's like, I'm going to, you know, I can date. I can do whatever I want. But, you know, I don't have to be married. I don't have to have kids. And I'm cool. Like, I just love that. She's just, like, she is a true pioneer. Yeah, I I don't see that for you. Thanks. But I I like that she's out here living. Yeah, I like. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I love that she's just like this is me. I'm I'm and I'm I'm I love that she's like not afraid to be like happy in that situation. Like she's not like I need to get married. I need to have kids to be happy. She's like I'm happy. Yeah, I love that. Um. Again, can't wait to watch Easy A. I know. I know. I'm just. Honestly, like it, it popped up quite a few times. Uh, yeah, because of the um, the Emma Stone of it all as well. Like, this is a very easy A adjacent film. Easy adjacent. Yes, easy adjacent. There we go. That's what I literally just said. I know, but I'm like, okay, I, I, it was so good, it needs to be repeated. You're welcome. Cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love how I feel like I, no offense to Mila Kunis and Patricia Clarkson. I feel Uh-oh. like I really drew the um, <laughs> short straw on this um, list of reading orders. Really? I feel like you have gotten to talk about the two people here who are much better. Oh, interesting. I don't feel like I have as much of a draw to Woody Harrelson uh, okay. as you do. But, like, yeah. So, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like you... Is there, oh, okay. It was from a note. It was from a note. Because I'm like, she really likes Woody Harrelson. Um, so Woody Harrelson plays <laughs> oh, I know Tommy. Exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so Woody Harrelson plays Tommy. Which, like, Woody Harrelson, I think, is hilarious. Like, just in general. He's a funny guy. So, He's like, really funny. I don't know about him in True Detective because I don't think that's a funny show. Wasn't he... What was he just on? SNL? Um, no. Something like that. I feel like he was just on something. Like, I was just hearing about him, and it wasn't because I was watching this movie. I think, yeah, I, I know what you're talking like, about. Was he, I don't like, know in a movie was. recently? Or, like, doing press or something for a movie. I have no idea. But, yeah, I don't know about True Detective, um, but I'm sure it was great. From 2014 to 2019, he was in The People versus Larry Flint from 1996. I feel like that was definitely... Um, he was interviewed as himself, of course, um... <laughs> In that film, um, Natural Born Killers from 1994 and Zombieland from 2009. And he moonlights as the lead singer in the band Manly Moondog and the Three Cool Hats. And I like couldn't think of anything else that sounded more Woody Harrelson-like than having a band called Manly Moondog and the Three Cool Hats. With a capital uh, K on cool. With a K. Yeah, with, with a K. A K. Yeah. Um, also very telling that The Hunger Games isn't on this list. He's in all of The Hunger Games movies, and they are not on his known fours. You know, right? I, I mean, I think he, I don't, maybe made that, tr- that true detective Maybe he's money. just, like, maybe he's just listed too far down. I don't know. But yeah, it's yeah, fascinating that well, those like aren't his list. Because you, you look up, like, Liam Hemsworth, and you're like, yeah, okay. Because Larry Flint is the bunny ranch owner right so i'm pretty sure this was like okay do you do you know who larry flint is absolutely not okay so larry flint is like the owner of the bunny ranch in in nevada um the like 
What is the bunny ranch? Oh my goodness. Okay, so the bunny oh, ranch. Oh, you is mean the, like Playboy bunnies? It's like a. It's oh my because god. Prostitution is legal in Nevada. So I like he, thought that you meant like he owned a ranch with a bunch of like no, rabbits. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, that's so cute for you. I was like, what? that's so cute. We're, where I grew up, there was like this court case where this guy had a bunch of wild oh, horses no. on his farm, and <laughs> oh, okay. he wasn't I you were feeding rabbits. them. What? Oh, that's no. so sad. He wasn't feeding them, and he no. got like taken down for animal cruelty or something. But no, yeah, this makes no. a lot of sense. That like, yeah. So I think it was... I thought that it was a similar situation to that, no. but I hope mm-hmm. he was feeding the uh, prostitutes. The I sex think workers, they could feed themselves. Me. They made hell of money. So, but like, yeah. So the, I don't know what the people. I don't it's know a if real it actually is. <laughs> I don't know if it actually is a documentary or not, but like just like Woody Harrelson, of course, was involved in this in some way, shape or form. Um, but like that, that whatever that was went above the Hunger Games movies. It's just like, oh, oh, dear. Yeah, that's strange. I I don't. Mm. Yeah. Oh, OK. OK, great. What did you see? He's, what it was? he's the hustler guy. OK. Yeah, I was literally just hearing about him on last podcast on the left. The podcast that we've said is literally the exact opposite of ours. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wait, what? What were they talking about, Larry Flint? They were talking about Casey Anthony. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. This, there we. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I was listening to that on my way home. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So at the box office, this movie had a thirty-five million dollar budget. Um, it made eighteen point six million dollars in the U.S. on its opening weekend, and it made fifty-five point eight million dollars in the U.S. gross overall, and then one hundred and forty-nine million dollars gross worldwide. Doesn't seem like I would have assumed more, but I feel like I always just assume that like movies make more than they do. Yeah. I assume that like superhero movies make way less than they do because I don't see them, and I assume that like Friends with Benefits makes way more because like I saw it and I feel like it was you know important. I don't I, think I what saw are it. You in the... Eating? What are you I'm, doing? I'm not eating. I'm moving this bag because <laughs> okay. I'm like sitting on it and I'm like I just need to get it out of my way. Okay. Just a friendly reminder that your microphone has a mute. I know, but I just moving that. Also, they were like they're like two feet away from my microphone. Like my microphone is suspended over my my bed frame, and like they were on my bed. I could hear <sighs> it perfectly. Well, you know anyway. what? I you know what? People will forgive me because I've been so much better lately. I think we need to stop focusing really on have. the negatives. No, 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 Olivia, you really have. Thank you. And um, I really appreciate it. And I think people listening do too. Thank you. That was really nice of you. Okay. And I think our 325 Instagram followers are really happy about it. I hope so. I do it for you. I do it for you all. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So our trivia is a bit small because, you know, I guess this was uh, very much under wraps, this movie. Nothing got out. So, um, in tailoring the script for Mila yeah, and Justin. Yeah, nothing could get out except another exactly the same movie came out. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they. Okay, yeah. So, Gluck expressed that he wanted to attract a more adult audience and that he wanted to do more of an adult movie about sex and about relationships. And Justin Timberlake supported this saying in an interview 
somewhere. As a viewer, I don't want to walk into a movie called Friends with Benefits and see the PG-13 version. For me, you can't have a movie like this without embracing what the title is, which I didn't feel like for a movie about sex. I didn't feel like this movie was like that raunchy. Like, I didn't think the like simulated sex scenes were like that raunchy or anything like that. I don't but. think the word raunchy is what I would use, but they definitely, like, didn't shy away from No, it. for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Like, they didn't yeah. cut fade to black. Like, the, the scene in the trailer for Isn't It Romantic when, like, Rebel Wilson is trying to get it on with Liam Hemsworth and, like, it keeps fading to black and then she just keeps waking up and, like, can't, you know, make it happen. Um, but, yeah, so the first, for the first time ever, I read these trivia facts before... It was like one, the movie. It was one fact. I know. I I went to go read the trivia before, and I was like, "Oh, this is it." Um. So yeah, I was you know paying what, extra glad. attention. I was paying extra attention to like the way that sex was represented in this movie, I guess. And I actually didn't remember it being like that explicit. And then <laughs> I feel like maybe because I was like paying more attention to it, um, I was like, oh yeah, this actually is pretty like explicit. And they are not like not fading to black. They're not like I don't know. Yeah, I think it's interesting that um, like I didn't. Th- I I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it takes to be rated R. But like for some reason I assumed and I also lots watched, of f-bombs there were yeah there well were and that's plenty, only, really I was um that. the version that I watched was the it was the tv version um, the movies we love on e yeah basically it was that version so I was like oh this is rated r that's kind of weird um but yeah I assume it's probably think, because of the f-bombs do you think I mention movies we love on e more than anyone else on the planet Maybe. For someone who doesn't have cable, yeah. For someone who has never sat and watched a movie we love on E. I mean, I definitely have. I've watched The Holiday on Movies We Love on E for sure no, n- many times. I have times. never needed to do that because I know how to get any movie at any time that I want to No, for watch. sure. But, like, sometimes you're just, like, sitting there and, it's, you know, and it's there. But, yeah, okay. I haven't recently, but also because now when I watch TV, I, like, am very specifically watching for something, you know, like. Yeah. If it's not on I'm Netflix, watch TV I, tonight. Yeah, but like I'm not going to watch watching Riverdale and the Challenge. So excited! Yeah, who okay. who are you rooting for on the Challenge? Well, I was rooting for Turbo, but I don't like Nani, so I don't know Wes you and were rooting D. For Turbo, I think he's hilarious. Like what? I, oh my! I thought it was adorable <laughs> how he was like, in my country, women are in, are important, and I need to win this to make her proud of me. I'm like, that is so cute. He's just like, he's just like a nice. I think. Why nice does he guy. think women aren't important here? What? No, I just what? like he's from Turkey, and he was just no, like, I and, know, but and he's like, we do a lot to make you know, we like basically go out of our way to like put women, you know, make yeah do things to make women proud of us. Like, we want to be good men for women. And I'm like, that's really like cute. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's um, a cute It's sentiment. a cute way of, like, of saying what you feel, but I don't think that's, like, a unique thing. No, but I thought, I think it's a, a unique, like, perspective. Like, I don't think a lot of guys, like, It's a unique articulation. To... Yeah. Like, I think yeah. it's, it's innate for a lot of guys. Yeah, but, like, the fact that, like, about. but I think it's, like, 
interesting that it's front of mind in their culture. Yeah. Like, it's something hmm. that they do think. And, like, I think he, he seems like a nice guy. And I think he's, like, I think he's going to do really well. I think he's built for the challenge. So I'm excited Bread to see how Turbo. Yeah, he's um, literally I... built for this. Also, Wes. I love Wes. And I think Wes is, like, Wes is, Wes is my dad. I need, I, I need for myself before Johnny Bananas it turns 50 and is still on the challenge. I need a season with Johnny Bananas, Wes, Devin, and Jordan all oh in the same house because, like, Whoa. that would just. I need to see if they go against each other, if they team That'll up. That'll be and just, the challenge like, season 50. I'll, I'll watch until then. I'll yeah, be there. You will. I know. I will. Um, here's just a fun fact like, Wes is just like who I see you with. Like I see Wes you is with who a I Wes. See my, yeah, hundred percent. That and like everybody hates Wes. Wes is my type. Like Wes I also is, I see you with 100%. someone that everyone hates. A hundred percent. That is who I date. Is people everyone else hates. Um, because I think I am universally hated as well. So I get it. No, like, I get it so much. That's not true. I have three hundred and twenty-five <laughs> people. <laughs> Who don't know I'm associated with that Instagram. Who don't hate you yet. Yet. They don't know me well enough. No, no, I make a great first... Unlike a lot of people, I make a great first impression. It goes downhill from there. I think it's more so that people are surprised. Like, you have a very approachable face. I think we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. Like, Olivia constantly asks to, like, grab things in in stores from, like, four old ladies. Not from old ladies. Yeah, I will have had... Have headphones in, and someone will ask me, "What's the best vegan ranch?" I'm like, "Do I look like I eat vegan anything?" Also, I don't like ranch, so go away. But yeah, or no, vegan, I'm, yeah, anything. or vegan, I, no, yeah, complete. I don't literally eat, vegan anything. Like, or do Olivia I look like I eat guy. salads? Do I look like I eat salads? No. Oh, I mean, maybe. No, but yeah, no, I will have headphones in and be approached by people. People, <sighs> no, it's your completely. hair. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> Just so you know. Anyway, plugs. Go to TBTAMP for everything you need to know about the show. From there, you can also find a link to our Red Bubble store where you can buy stuff to support the show. Charity starts at home. We are your home. Um, Olivia, so I have my own personal Red Bubble store where I just like put up things occasionally. And I need you to know that I put up some stuff that's like Ariana Grande's from Seven Rings. And mm-hmm. it's literally They're like selling it's, like hot it's a pink square. And it says, I see it, I like it, I want it, I got it. And I sold a hoodie today. Oh my god. And I sold, like, a big poster today. And I'm like, someone is going to be walking around with a hoodie, size large, color oatmeal, with that design (laughs) that I spent 30 seconds thinking. I could 100% see um, somebody walking around in, like, a shirt that says you like my hair just bought it or something like that yeah, like you like or, my hair gee thanks just, just bought, bought it, it. or like it. the I like it. I want it. um okay. break up with your boyfriend and then on the back because i'm bored i'm bored which is like said i i think it's hilarious i think it's so funny have you seen the video yeah yeah okay. no i think it, the video like makes that me twist like in the, the video song. was funny yeah, no, that's the best. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. That okay. was not as bad as you crinkling papers. I just really? need or plastic. I just need you to know. Okay. Okay. 
while you're listening to this podcast, scroll to the bottom of your Apple Podcast app and select five stars. It's super easy. And if you truly love us, you can go the extra mile and leave us a review. But honestly, like the rating is the most important part. So like rate five stars. It's so easy. You're listening to this anyway. Do it. And if you're in another country, maybe you did it. We can't see it. So I'm sorry. But like do it anyway. Yeah, we have gotten... A couple. I know at least one, but yeah, we've gotten a couple um, new five-star ratings. So, yeah. Yeah, we have 30 now. Woo-hoo. Yeah, right? How exciting. Just moving up in the world. I would love to have 31. I would love to have as many reviews on iTunes as um, the challenge has seasons. Oh, my God. That's so cute. And then They're we'll get a new one every week because, you know. Yeah, yeah. Let's not There's limit ourselves. There's a new ourselves. season of the challenge every week. That's actually not true. The seasons last seven years. Yeah, but still. Um, so be sure to talk about our podcast to anyone that will listen to you: friends, parents, work colleagues, the person next to you in the bathroom stall, on Facebook, anyone. Ahead. Um, spread the word of TBT like you would Jesus Christ, or like you would the news that you're leaving today to be a part of it. New York, New York. I, th- I couldn't think of anything New else, New and that's I was like spread, start, start spreading, spreading the news. The news. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the only thing I could get. Wow, you know, it's, start spreading it's hard. the news that it's closing time. Oh, that's a good one. Closing <laughs> time. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you have anything you want to share or comment with us about the show, you can email us at tbtamp at gmail.com or slide into our DMs on Instagram. That's honestly probably the easiest one. Um, at TBT Podcast. Like, honestly, either way, like, I'll get a notification on my phone. So, and you can follow our personal Instagram and Twitter accounts. Mine is at Miranda Johnson, M-I-R-A-N-D-A-J-H-N-Z-O-N. And mine is at Mac is Cheesy. That's M-A-C-K is Cheesy. Cute. All right. Finally, let's get into the plot, shall we? Sure. All right. I'll go. I'll go first. Great. All right. Because, you know, we got lots of notes here. Yeah. You know. Always. Always. Um, So both Jamie Rellis, a New York City headhunter. Rellis? Rellis? Yeah. Where did that come from? The movie? (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah. I just don't remember that literally at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I... Their Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake to me. Okay, well, that's not how the movie works. So. Um, especially the plot. Um, so, both Jamie Rellis, a New York City headhunter, and Dylan Harper, an art director for a startup in Los Angeles, suck at relationships. Dylan, who Is seems... This, are you the one? What do you... You know what? <laughs> like, just let my, you know... This is wild. I when I put in my notes, like it's not my fault. When I put in my notes, most of it this was wasn't here, yeah. so um, I haven't read any of this. Okay, Dylan, this was there, but okay, Dylan, oh. who seems to have a serious problem with Captain Sully, arrives in New York City for an interview at GQ, facilitated by Jamie. Immediately following the interview, Jamie presents Dylan with the job offer, but he is hesitant to uproot his West Coast life to relocate to the Big Apple. Can't blame him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She decides to take him out for a night on the town to show him all that he's missing. After experiencing a flash mob in the flesh, he relents and decides to sign the year-long contract, ensuring that sweet commish for Jamie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, because my... 
I have an issue with this night on the town of hers, but that's okay. later. First of all, um, the opening scene of this movie is honestly incredible. So it has like Jamie and Dylan both sort of living their everyday life. They are on a phone call and you think that they're talking to each other and like arranging to meet up for a movie. And then you find out, no, they're talking to their respective boyfriend and girlfriend uh, who are Emma Stone and Andy Samberg. Such and a good exposition. Like, from all those crappy expositions is, that we got in from those, uh, from, like, the Pixar movies, this is, like, the best way, the most creative as, and interesting way to do it. As someone, like, currently struggling with a way to, like, a good way to begin their story that they're working on, <laughs> this is brilliant. Like, I it's am so good. jealous. <laughs> I am mad. Like, it's so it's so good. Very And well then done. they have the little switcheroo that's like, just kidding, they don't know each other. And yeah. honestly, I cannot think of a more L.A. couple than Emma Stone and Justin Timberlake, and I cannot think of a more New York couple than Andy Samberg and Mila Kunis. Like, yeah, no, completely. They are just so perfect. Like, that casting is so good. Emma Stone and Andy Samberg are, like, still so famous now. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like these choices have aged so well. And I'm just, like, so deeply impressed. Yes, I think... Um, when we come to our comparison of uh, Friends with Benefits and No Strings Attached, I feel like we're going to find that this movie has aged a bit better than um, No Strings Attached. Great. But that's just my prediction um um and also justin timberlake's character here kind of reminded me of his character in the social network where he's Mm -hmm. playing sort of like this cool guy who's like still a nerd and like still yeah still techie and sort of rich plugged in and good at his job but like rich and kind of a party boy like all of this stuff it's the same character that justin timberlake plays in everything for sure and like it's he wasn't rich in, in in time though Yes, true. Poor. I think maybe um, he gets rich. I don't remember. But like, also like, it. I think it's funny that um, like these plot, like the people writing these movies, like assume that this like guy exists more than once. Like, I, I just don't feel like this guy exists that frequently. Um, but you know, it's nice to dream. But so when they're in wow. the breakup scenes. Yes. Really quickly, I just need you to know that In Time made more than Friends with Benefits. Oh, no. <laughs> that is so sad. I oh, like, that's, gross. okay, that's weird. That's um, honestly, the world isn't fair. No, no, that's so true. Oh, my God. That's so true. Um, so, so when Andy Samberg is breaking up with Mila Kunis, um, he says, don't lash out, okay? You're better than that. And she says, I'm really not. Honestly, so true. I, I have said this many times. You know, I I never said I wasn't immature or not petty or anything like, you know. like. In fact, you've said exactly the opposite. Exactly, exactly. So, like, I, I love that she's just like, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm really not. Um, I love that. And then also... <laughs> Uh, I have also said a line that Emma Stone said when she was breaking up with uh, Justin Timberlake. It's not you at all. It's not. It's me. I don't like you anymore. Uh, (laughs) The best thing to say in a breakup. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, But yeah, so Mila Kunis is like literally playing herself if she was a headhunter. She's just like the cool girl. She's also honestly like 
a pretty good actress. Like, I don't know how hot of a take that is, but, like, I feel like she did such a good job. And maybe it's just because she's she was... herself. Yeah. But maybe it's just... I wrote down in the notes, we are so lucky Justin Timberlake has charisma because, oh, my God, he is such a bad actor. And, like, M- yeah. Mila Kunis seems fine because she's opposite Justin Timberlake. Yeah, because I don't think... I, th- I feel like in real life, she and I have heard that she's great and fun and really cool like she does um those jim beam she was on the bachelor um well she does those she does those not jim as a beam. contestant she was like yeah, a guest like, on a date. um yeah they um but she's like that jim she's a like the spokesperson for jim bean and she goes and like bartends at places and wow. like she's like that cool of she a, like she's the just, coolest bartender yeah but like she's like that girl you know like she's like a cool person where i don't think i think justin timberlake has to really act to like be this cool guy you know i yeah. just think he's like probably more awkward than people think he is in yeah because life. he's been famous literally forever i mean yeah so has mila Kunis. she started when she was 14 but like her parents were like Ukrainian immigrants, you know, like it's just a different life. <laughs> Lindsay just sent me the funniest tweet. Oh, I was like, okay. really? You're laughing at like Ukrainian <laughs> refugees? I'm so sending rude. this to you because it's hilarious. Um, I just love, I love that Casey Musgraves like finding out she won a Grammy has been turned into this meme where like fake surprise that like everyone is just so shocked no has Casey Musgraves won album of the year for I'm pretty sure for same trailer different park I'm I don't think she did she's won Grammys before yeah but I don't think she got album of the year I'll look it up keep going where are we what am I doing Sorry, I'm very oh distracted. God. This joke was so funny. Um, okay, so uh, I love the flight attendant on Justin Timberlake's flight. Excuse me, Dylan Harper's flight. If um, He's talking about Sully and saying, like, oh, these planes can land themselves. Like, pilots aren't that important. Like, Sully got lucky or whatever he said. And it was just the whole thing is so funny because, like, Sully now... It's kind of a joke. Like, I'm sorry. He's very... I'm sure he... People are so sensitive about Sully. Well, yeah, you either... And, like, you kind of love him or hate him. Or not love I mean, him I don't hate him. him. Yeah, no, not I, love I don't him or hate him, him. But, like, you either, like, like think he's, like, the... Jesus. Yeah, or he's just, like, a, a, a pilot. Dude. Like, a pilot. Because job. like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's it. A guy who did his job effectively. Like, yeah. because and if the he flight didn't, attendant. they would be dead. Yeah, and the flight attendant is clearly someone who uh, did not think that the pilot was just someone who doing his job. And yeah, I feel she like says all flight attendants that pilot that. was a hero, asshole, and it was so <laughs> funny. Like just um, the way that she said it, I was I lolled. No, I just think I thought it. Would, I the thing about this movie, um, there's like some weird stuff about this movie that I, I didn't like like big picture but like these little minute like jokes yes. like the sully jokes there were it's so like, many just small things up? that were so funny yeah they were just like you know somebody was at a writer's table and they're just like you know what i said you hate sully i'm i'm gonna put yeah ex- exactly she's like she's Wikipedia literally it's a back, fully a background joke that like mila kunis is on her computer and you see what she's doing and the window is minimized and the maximum window like on the on the outside is like Sully's Wikipedia page, <laughs> and it's it just like, so like it's like funny. you know some writer was just, just like running I, jokes. Yeah, like I just fucking hate Sully. I'm gonna like trash Sully yeah. like microscopically but, in this film. 
then again, one of the things that was kind of like a a little small joke that they threw in there, all the flash mobs hated it. Like the flash mobs are such a relic. No one's doing flash mobs anymore. No, flash yeah. mobs TBT. Yeah, like that, and that was something Forgot we all knew them. was not. Yeah, exactly. I was just like, "What the a fuck are these people doing?" Mob in the pan, if you will. Yes, a- that's absolutely. the funniest joke I've ever made. No, I disagree. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, also, I love the Sean White cameo. I love Sean White as an asshole the, cameo. Again, like, another one of those little things that's really good was the Sean like, White of it all. I could see Sean White being, like, a huge asshole. Like, it, totally. it's, like, it totally, like, for, you know, like, I'm sure so many people after, like, would come up and Just meet him. They're like, are you, like, a huge asshole? Well, and, like, and, like could you imagine, people like, make jokes about the Olympics and snowboarding. Yeah, like, I feel like people, like, probably, like, were very cautious when approaching, like, 2011, 2012, people were very cautious when Before approaching Sean White. His hair. Yeah, and, you know, like, people were probably, he's like, so he's, he might be aggressive. I mean, he's anyway. got, like, a face, you know, like, if but you I see love- him, you see him. I feel like it's also really a character point for Jamie, like, she would be friends with Sean White. For sure, and like it's not a big deal. Like we're just no. old friends. I, I love that's you. a New York thing. That's a hundred percent a New York. And then thing. she makes the joke. She's like, "Oh, I took his virginity," and and then they say something eight else. So I was like, "Oh, when was that?" And she's like, eight months ago." <laughs> like, yeah, no, but that's like totally. A, that's a, the New. York, I do like the the New York LA like contradictions. Like the the New York like, oh yeah, I'm friends with Sean White. We've been you know we're old friends. It's nothing. But yeah. like people in LA, if you were friends with Sean White, you would tell everyone you know that you are friends okay. with Sean White. <laughs> I feel attacked no that's what like that's what you do that's that's what you do that, yes that's what i do you lead with it no everyone does um but yeah um, so that's just how it is but i loved that like justin timberlake just mouth like sean white like that's sean white it's, it's just there's so many of those little tiny moments that are really funny and it serves the over like the movie as a whole. It are like it serves so much by these small moments because it overall it so the much. story of this movie is so Stupid. formulaic and it's so like it's it's just a movie that's completely a formula. You know exactly what's mm-hmm. gonna happen, but like these little things make the journey to get there so dang fun. The the joke writing is just like so good it's almost like a tina fey amy poehler kind of joke writing like it's so quick and witty that you're just like oh my god yes um yeah like and when they're walking away how he's like yeah sean white seems nice and then he sees him again with his dad and later and his dad's like what's wrong with that girl (laughs) yeah will gluck also did the screenplay and i think he probably did um he probably did the screenplay for easy a too because sure. it's very similar to Easy A, like, in mm-hmm. that vibe. Also can confirm this was Casey Musgrave's first album of the year win. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Please continue. Okay, hold on. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So, Dylan moves into a stunning furnished loft apartment. <laughs> furnished courtesy of gq which is not a thing that happens your job is not gonna like give you an apartment like you gotta find never never um no yeah i mean maybe for i'm like maybe for like an executive i wouldn't know much money no absolutely not it would not be that apartment (laughs) hell no No. what are we billy mcfarland no it would be like oh we have like a place where our interns live in bunk beds you're welcome yeah 
Yeah, um, exactly. So, and we're so going to charge you to stay there. <laughs> yeah, he moves into New York City, and he and Jamie continue to hang out as friends one night while watching a Rashida Jones, Jason Seagal rom-com together. It's not Jason Seagal, it's Jason, Jason Seagal. <laughs> yeah, it's not like Steven Seagal's <laughs> brother, Jason. That's how you can tell that I read a lot, is I mispronounce things all the time. Um, oh, that's why I mispronounce them too, and I take big, long, dramatic pauses before I take the jump and try to do it. Yeah, I just I just I go confidently so because most of the time I think I'm going to be wrong, and then you don't say anything. So. No, um, yeah, but like you, you can't get yeah, um, it, it's not Steven Se- Steven Seagal's brother Jason. It is Jason Seagal. <laughs> so I just would like everyone oh my God, to know. Thank you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Anyway, a Rashida Jones, Jason Segel rom-com together. They begin discussing relationship woes and the greatness of sex. They both agree that intercourse should be like tennis, something you do or play without emotional attachment. And it's funny that they say tennis because they specifically play Wii tennis. And, like, the Wii is also such a relic of 2011. Like, who's playing a Wii now? Yeah. I mean, like, I know people who have them, but I, yeah, I, I can't say... Yeah. Yeah. I can't. You're trying to, but you can't. Um, so yeah, since they are both hot, but seemingly not attracted to each other in a romantic way, lol, <laughs> little do they know, um, they agree to begin sleeping together, quote unquote, without emotions or commitment. Yeah. Um, another thing that we find out in this section is that Dylan's middle name is Francis. So his name is Dylan Francis. Do you know who like, Dylan Francis is? No, no. Is it like a DJ? He performed at Chapman like my freshman year as like one of our concerts. So since then, but he's he's a big name in like the EDM community. I oh believe. yeah, uh, a community I am very familiar with. Mm, I am not. <laughs> so, yeah, me anyway. neither. <laughs> um, there's also a hilarious scene again, like just the small moments that we only we have to reference in like our notes on these plot points because we don't mention them when we're talking about the plot. Um, so Dylan is talking to Woody Harrelson's character. We haven't talked about Tommy at all. Um, Tommy is like gay and that's seemingly his only personality trait is he's like gay and aggressive. But he's a gay, aggressive and a sports editor, which is like, doesn't work, but you know, like it's like, no, it totally, it works, but like it, like they don't want, they don't want to make it look. Yeah, it was just... I will say, his only, like, his only personality trait, other than, like, his job, is his sexuality, and that's kind of gross. I just thought it was funny that he's like, oh, you're an art director, so you have to be gay. And I'd be like, you're a sports editor. Yeah, but you're a sports editor, so, you know. That's true. Um, Anyway, so there's a scene with him talking to Tommy after they're playing a basketball game and they're like by the river or something. I don't know anything about New York geography. Anyway, they're like playing basketball and they're walking no, by the river. I think by like the the that's not a river. That's the the bay. Like the Okay, I don't sure. Um that's the ocean. <laughs> that's ocean for sure. No, but like they're across from the city. They're not in the ocean. They're in like a little inside part. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The um they He's. They're having a conversation. They finish their conversation, and Woody Harrelson just like books it over the <laughs> fence, seemingly into the water, and then like Justin Timberlake's like, 
oh my god, like, Tommy just killed himself, and, like, he goes and looks over, and, like, he's just firmly sitting, like, in a boat that's just been sitting there. Like, it didn't make yeah, any like, sense. Yeah, like, how did your boat get there? But also, it's just did so nobody funny. think it was weird like, when a man was scaling a wall to get to the game? Yeah, I don't know, but it was just so funny, like, seeing him just like fly over this railing yeah he says goodbye and then takes off sprinting and you're like what yeah and there's also like before this when they're actually having the conversation they're sitting on a bench and it's some of the worst continuity that i've ever seen not in like a bra strap fell down or something like that but in like Justin Timberlake's facial expression completely changes when they're doing, like, Woody's Harrelson's coverage versus when they're doing Justin Timberlake's coverage. And I understand that this is super nitpicky, but it really bothered me when he goes from, like, scowling to just, like, neutral face. <laughs> like, he clearly that? was really, like, phoning it in when they were doing Woody's coverage. I mean, I feel like... And giving a lot of face when they were doing his. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to say. I feel like you exp- I'm just going to, like, butcher anything that you just said. So, um, I didn't notice this, but I like that you did. Cool. Great. So, after a while of their emotionless hookups, Jamie decides that she is ready to try a real relationship again. So, she tells Dylan they have to stop their sexcapades. They... She... Almost, in, she almost instantly meets a gorgeous pediatric oncologist, Parker. I don't know if I'd use the word gorgeous. Um, for a pedi- for an oncologist, he's okay, gorgeous. That's rude to oncologists. I don't think they're listening to this. Um, <laughs> they're busy. That's true. I don't, they're I don't think busy. this is their this is their podcast genre. Have you ever watched um, Doctor Mike on YouTube? Yeah, okay. I subscribe. <laughs> Yeah, big time. He you is, think some ever surprised me more? Like, I would have been so shook if you hadn't. Oh, my God. And his dog. It seems dog, right up your alley. 100%. Oh, my God. Dr. Mike. And his dog. And he's so cute and so sweet. <laughs> and when he watches, like, Grey's Anatomy for the first time, I'm just like, oh, my yeah, God. He's so, to it. Yeah, he's so Yeah, they're my favorite. about the anti-vaxxers anyway. He's just so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's also not an oncologist. Um, no, I know. But. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm like, pediatrician? Also, what is he? Um, I think he's like family, family med, like internal okay, med, whatever. but um, you know something like that. Not an oncologist. Something basic. Um, oncologists are like elite of the elite, so they're very smart and they don't really care about things like this podcast um, because they're curing cancer. So Parker is simply standing alone in Central Park, staring at the trees, and she approaches him and they start dating because that's how it works when you're Mila Kunis. Um, Truly. After no five one's days, ever turned Mila Kunis down. No, and they shouldn't because I would. You know, there's no way. Like I wouldn't if it was Mila yeah. Kunis. No, she's perfect. Of course not. After five dates, Jamie and Parker seal the deal only for her to catch him attempting to ghost her the very next morning. Meanwhile, Jamie's mom has re-entered her life while on a break between boyfriends, but only further disappoints Jamie when she cancels their Fourth of July weekend camping trip to be with her ex-boyfriend. I need to say, between boyfriends is one of the most optimistic phrases I've ever heard. <laughs> um, This mom, or Lorna, or Lor- Lorna, I think her name is. Sure. I mean, but that's 100%. That's, and I think Jamie even says it to Dylan. She's like, she basically comes between boyfriends. Yeah. 
I just think that's a hilarious, like, phrase to use. Like, you're not single. You're just between boyfriends. Very true. You know, it's a good way to look at it. Um, <laughs> Dylan, ever the happy good Valentine's friend. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, guys. Um, Dylan, ever the good friend, invites Jamie to his family home in Los Angeles for the weekend, and she reluctantly agrees. Cool. Um, in Los Angeles, Jamie meets Dylan's charming, adorable family. It's very um, how to lose a guy in 10 days, goes to Staten Island. So true. Um, Except, it, yeah. Yeah. And he, she meets his sister, Annie, her son, Sammy, and his father, who suffers from the early stages of Alzheimer's. The two's relationship develops in a clearly romantic way throughout the weekend, culminating in a passionate kiss and quote-unquote intimate sex, which is very clearly uh, different from what they were doing before. Instead yeah. of their standard hookup. Oh, you, exactly. You, you did that. You, you said that. I didn't have to. You're um, however, the next day, Jamie overhears Annie and Dylan chatting, where Annie diagnoses him with ooh, spooky feelings. Because I was like, <laughs> he catches feelings. So it's like, oh, you know, I was trying to go for that. But like, sometimes and, like, they, they don't just land. flights, not feelings. And like, hopefully those flights aren't Captain Sully flights. <laughs> you had to catch the feelings <laughs> I really had to like I had to grow some wings to catch that joke yeah I was like I was like flights what's she talking about I thought she meant like flights of like like a beer flight <laughs> no I meant well that works too but I mean flights isn't like I catch flights yeah not like feelings. a literal plane people say yeah that. like catch the bus kind of <laughs> oh my god except better cause flights um so <laughs> yeah True. But he says Jamie is too, quote, fucked up for him to date. Again, lots of F-bombs in this movie. I apologize. There might be children listening. I did not get any of the F-bombs in this movie, so. No, he, there are a lot, and every time she uses an F-bomb, every time she drops an F-bomb, she blinks. Oh, yeah, she blinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I also feel like, I don't know if this is uh, um like, a hot take or not, but I feel like Justin Timberlake, like, doesn't, he doesn't curse very naturally, so, like, for him yeah. to say, like, fucked up, like, doesn't sound natural or normal. Like, it, no. it doesn't work nearly as well. Eh, I don't know. Anyway, and then uh, Jamie promptly packs her bags and, you know, catches a flight instead of feelings because she flies home to New York. Exactly. Um, it's, I had a, an emotional journey, um, while they were doing some of their establishing shots of Los Angeles when they go there. Um, I wrote down, it honestly makes me mad that I can almost see my office in one of the establishing shots of LA. Cause I was just like, that's the building right next to my office, but it's not there. And then in another shot, I saw my office and I was like, wow, this is so deeply exciting. But they, like, digitally edited my office. They, like, made the building a different color. And I was like, why would they do that? It was very strange. Did you notice when I sent you the picture? Yeah, I wasn't sure which one you were, like, pointing to. Okay. But... I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll explain it to you later. I obviously don't want to do it on here. Yeah, I was going to um, say, maybe don't, like, yeah. give out the address, but. Yeah, no, 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 not going to do that. Anyway, in one of the establishing shots of lots of places around Los Angeles, I was like, oh, my God, my office. Anyway, sometimes Dylan says things, and I feel like they're very Jason Mendoza. Olivia, do you know who Jason Mendoza is? Oh, my God. 
I the name is so familiar. Um, have you seen The Good Place? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, yes. You know the monk from the good yes. place. <laughs> yes, but like not a monk. Uh, nope, yeah, not a monk. Spoiler. The, the not Florida. A monk. Yeah, Florida frat boy. Blake Bortles. Yes. The oh only my God. reason why I know who Blake Bortles. He is. loves Blake Bortles so much. It's so cute. Yeah. Anyway, I think Dylan says a lot of things that are very Jason Mendoza, specifically when he was trying to do the math. The math. I don't know why the math made me laugh. So that was another much. kind of like running joke that like he couldn't do math. Very basic math. Yeah, the math and very the very uh... basic. It was like six <laughs> times three, and he's like ninety. <laughs> yeah, the the math and then the um, the stutter. I didn't think was like no. That one's not. A, it's it's not as just funny, you no. know. But and and then I also had a note saying that this was. Probably the most formulaic movie I've ever seen in my entire life. But again, like I've said, it's fine. Sometimes you just need a good formulaic movie. Like, the other movies that I watched this weekend were, like, The Favorite and um, Bohemian Rhapsody. So I was like, give me, like, a lighthearted, you know, something. Except, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody and The Favorite are probably, like, the two, like, most lighthearted Oscar movies. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't the favorite like kind of a comedy? It I really liked the favorite. Um yeah, I think I would say that it's kind of a comedy. There's a very like shook that Taylor Swift's boyfriend did this scene. I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. Um oh go ahead. No, I think it's your turn. Oh, okay. Uh, Back in New York City, Jamie continues to ignore Dylan's calls and texts. He eventually finds her in her special rooftop thinking place uh, where she tells him that she overheard his conversation with his sister and she has no interest in being friends with him any longer. Soon after this, she hears that Dylan is considering leaving the GQ position before his contract is up, which will greatly affect her commission. She hunts How him down. How much commission do you think she gets? Um, I think usually it's like ten percent of the first year's salary. How much do you think his first year salary is? Do you think the As apartment's art included? GQ. Yeah. I don't know. Let I'm me not... look it up on Glassdoor. See what I can find. Okay. Let me know. Um, she hunts him down at a photo shoot to confront him, and they fight again. Uh, separately, they both discuss the broken friendship with people they trust, Jamie with her mom, and Dylan with Annie. Cool. Um, so, GQ Magazine plays its, pays its employees an average of $78,000 a year. GQ Magazine employees with the job title Creative Director make the most with an average annual salary of $136,748. While yeah, employees they, with the title administrative assistant make the least with an average annual salary <laughs> of $37,805. Yeah, there's no way you live in that apartment in New York City with $130,000 a year. Yeah, I think it should be a little higher, but, you know. Yeah. Hold on just one second. From what I'm seeing, it's, like, not, though. Yeah, that's shitty. <laughs> yeah. The typical Condé Nast art director salary is $126,348. Art director salaries at Condé Nast can range from $102,721 to $165,596. And, like, I'm going to say it in, like, Little Rock, Arkansas, 
living like a king. Oh, yeah. In New York for sure. City. New York City? Mm, not that affordable. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Then they have to apartment. give you an apartment because you can't afford rent. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because so. that's, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. That's what I have found. I did the reading. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I love nothing more than like knowing how much money people make. Uh, no, it's one of the one of the simple things in life, truly. Honestly, hit me simple up pleasures. if you want to like exchange salary information. I love it. Yeah, totally agree. I don't know if I should have said that. But <laughs> you know, need some time. I'm kidding. Allegedly, it was a joke. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so um, Dylan, did you really finish that? Yeah. Did you say she hunts him down at a photo shoot to confront him and they fight once more? Yeah. Sep- oh, really? Okay. Um, so Dylan's dad flies into New York, New, into Newark again. Always want to say New York instead of Newark. Um, and while the two are eating at an airport restaurant, his dad believes he recognizes a random passerby as a woman from his past. Also, his dad takes off his pants, right? I think they cut that out um, in my version because I remembered that being a part of it and like that didn't happen in oh, the version I watched. Okay. They're like they both take off their pants. Like yes. his dad does it because he doesn't like wearing pants and then Justin Timberlake does it to like support his dad. Which yeah. is cute. And it's then a cute scene. when Dylan asks about the woman, his dad says she was the love of his life and he still regrets letting her go. Yeah. Um, Considering, like, you've had kids since then, like, yikes, maybe. And you've also had, like, another wife leave you. Yeah, exactly. Like, maybe we should have tried moving on. Maybe. So he warns Dylan against doing the same thing and tells him to go make things better with Jamie. Because he's like, I can tell that you really like her. Because she's Um, perfect, duh. Duh. She's Mila Kunis, duh. Yeah, come Um, on. This conversation magically spurs Dylan to the realization that he's in love with Jamie. Right. Yeah. Great. Um, so, like, the dad making Alzheimer's jokes about himself, um, and then, like, the guy from across the hall, like, babysitting him um, yeah, he's, in the apartment, like, yelling at him because he's just an old person. It, Dylan's like, oh, the guy from across the hall, his oven's broken and he needs to use ours, so he'll be in here. <laughs> and he's and like, his dad's like, old mm-hmm. man. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah, it honestly one of my favorite parts and like even just him making like alzheimer's jokes like he's mentioned something about um dylan says something about annie and he's like who's that and like (laughs) and like dylan freaks out and just like little things like that i'm like oh that's that's good and he's like you you have to joke about it and like that's that's funny i like that fair but yeah the guy from across the hall yelling at his dad cracks me up and then he's like and now we know why you're here yeah true Oh, um, so with the help of Jamie's mom baiting her to go to cliche Grand Central Station, Dylan stages a flash mob, of course, to their favorite songs. Um, more like his favorite song. Um, and also, um, the crisscross uh, crisscross jump. Yeah. Um, he confesses his love to her and she completely relishes in her personal rom-com moment. They go on their first date across the street at Pershing Square Cafe, which, is that a thing? I don't know. Okay. Um, I feel like that's a New York thing, but I don't know. Uh, But since they already know each other pretty well, they skip the formalities and head straight to Pound Town instead. Cool. And then it fades to black. 
Um, question, just really quickly. Is the, like, girl in romantic comedy who wants her life to be like a romantic comedy, is that a trope at this point? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because that's like a... That's I feel a, like it's something they do to, like, be like, oh, we're not a trope. Like, we're self-aware. And it's like, no, it doesn't count anymore. Yeah, no, it's like a Katherine Heigl We're done with that. ...character. Completely. Cool. Um, also, I kept waiting for the dad to die. Um, is that something that happens in No Strings Attached and I'm just getting yeah. confused? Can I, yeah, go... Spoiler alert. No, the dad doesn't really? die. In. I feel like I have, no. like, a... I have a specific memory of, like, Ashton Kutch- Kutcher... And Natalie Portman outside of a hospital holding flowers. Mm -hmm. It's, he doesn't die. Okay. He has a heart attack. Oh, there we go. There it is. Great. Yeah. Because he smokes like a bunch of weed and then has a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, Character to keep an eye on. So for me, it's uh, Mr. Harper. Uh, For some reason, he's like the only person in this movie who doesn't get a first name. So that's rude. But maybe he couldn't remember it. Oh. Um, Oh, But yeah, so uh, Dylan's dad. I think he's just, he's got the zingers. So although this character was deeply two-dimensional and a little bit (laughs) problematic, mine's Tommy. I'm like... I'm glad you saw through that. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, um, I you, like, the one-dimensional game, because for a He made a me supporting... laugh a lot, but a lot yeah. of it was just every time he comes up, he makes a gay joke. But, like, for a supporting role, they kind of have to be pretty one-dimensional. Yeah, like, there's, there's not no You can't do a lot of development for a supporting role like that. I don't know, but they also did their development for Jamie and Dylan so quick. So still so obsessed with that scene like that scene honestly on its own that beginning opening might knock it up an extra half point dang in my rating what's your rating um i'm gonna go i think hold on i need to open this up because i don't want to give it higher than like the holiday but like what did um, I give the holiday? Can you tell me once you find it? Yes. Hold on. Okay. Just a second. Cool. So, like, I think I'm I'm going to do around what I did for the holiday, but depending on what it is. We both gave the holiday a four. Okay. Okay. I really wish I could do a, you know, a quarter instead of a half. We can't change the rules now. Okay. I know. I'm going to say... Because then we'd have to go back and re-rank everything. You know, I'm going to say a four, because I gave How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days a four, and I think this is very much on par with that. So So I think this movie should be slightly ahead of the holiday. Ooh, oh my God, what a shame. But honestly, I just... This beginning is really, like, knocking knocking it up for me. Uh, 4.5. Oh my God. I'm shook. I really like, I like, I think so many of the jokes are funny. I love the Sully of it all. I love that beginning scene. The, the sort of peripheral characters are funny. Like, yeah. I think this movie caught you in a mood, but like in a good mood kind of <laughs> Probably, thing. Probably, but I think every other time that I've watched it, I've really liked this movie. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah, so um, this movie's in the same rankings league as John Tucker Must Die. Mm. Um, (laughs) I think I just ranked John Tucker Must Die too low, though. I love John Tucker Must Die. Yeah. Um, What a Girl Wants. What a how? Um, What did you give What a Girl Wants? How? A four, and you gave her 4.5. Yeah. Because I didn't like it as much as you did. For the record, I really would have loved to give this movie a 4.25. 
Okay, well, but because we you did. gave it a four, I'm giving it a yeah. four point five. Um, and, and I still it's also have Princess never Diaries, given anything Princess Diaries two. Okay, so it's so it's in that league. Honestly, like, yeah, a good a good place to be. Underrated. I think it is underrated in the scheme of things. Because I think, I think people could get it confused comedy. with no strings attached. Yeah, and it's and it's it's like pretty funny for a romantic comedy. Like I like I think yeah. it has like more uh, the comedy is more clever I think than a lot of like romantic in comedies. in the least like sexist way that I can possibly say this, I think a guy would also enjoy this movie. Yeah, totally. Um and that's good. Like, it wasn't, I don't know, like, it ends up being very cliche in the end, but, like, the jokes aren't, like, yeah, the, well, like, the, the humor of it all like the, really adds a lot for yeah, me. Yeah, like, the Rashida, uh, the Rashida Jones, Jason Seagal, <laughs> um, the Jason Seagal uh, romantic, Jason like, it's Siegel. very much, like, they're, they're making fun of, you know, like, they're making, so, like, a guy could definitely watch it and, like, not, it's not, like, super fluffy, yeah. I don't think. And, like, they'd also probably watch it for, like, Mila Kunis wearing, like, no yeah. clothing the whole time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Agreed. So next week we have No Strings Attached. Yes. And also, you know, a little... Yeah. Some some kind of compare analysis. contrast. Yes, Comparison. exactly. We're writing a research paper. Exactly. The book report will be published. Great. Cool. Um, thank you so much. Uh, from here, if you want to find any more information, you can go to tbtamp.com and also rate and review us on the podcast app. It really helps. I know we joke, but like it's deeply helpful. Um, follow us on Instagram. Again, deeply helpful, if not just to our egos. Um, <laughs> and tell a friend. Again, yeah. it really helps. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Mac is cheesy. M-A-C-K is cheesy. Go for and, not or. Um, and then I am at Miranda Johnson, M-A-R-A-N-D-A-J-O-H-N-Z-O-N. And the show is at TBT Podcast. Yay. All right. Bye. Cool. Bye. Bye.